0: Hello, this is Josh Crisman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Amen. Luke chapter 15. but I just cry start reading at verse 11 I feel a word from the Lord today let me know his word is eternal and his word always works hand in hand with his eternal purpose and you know when you feel a word from the Lord that God's got something eternal to say. Amen. He's got something that, that He needs some people to hear. When the Lord speaks, we need to open our ear, incline our ear to His voice. Somebody say amen. Amen. And He said, verse 11. And he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. And will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him. And identify and had compassion. <sighs> God's compassion is greater than our sin, it's bigger than our failures it's bigger than our decision to turn away from him because when we turn back he's there somebody say he's there he had compassion and he ran and he fell on his neck and he kissed him and the son said unto him father I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. He rehearsed it, first of all, before he got there. He knew what he was going to say. Nobody's ever done that. But the father said to his servants, he didn't even listen to what his son said. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand shoes on his feet and bringing thither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to be merry i want to preach this morning on this subject god has not moved Amen. God has not moved. Why don't you lift your hands to the Lord and just uh, uh, begin to ask him to speak to you this morning. God, we need you today, Lord. God, we need your word. We need your voice thunder in this place today, Lord. Move by the power of your spirit, God. Say what needs to be said. Do what needs to be done, Lord. These are, this is your church. These are your people, the sheep of your pasture, God. I pray that you would care, Lord, that you would that your compassion would shine through, God, that you would heal, that you would touch, God, that you would lift up, Lord, that you would anoint today, God, that you would encourage and strengthen and build up, Lord, by the power of your spoken word. I pray in the name of Jesus that your will would be done as it's already been purposed in heaven, Lord, so let it be in the earth and all the church said. Amen. In Jesus' name, clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. Praise the Lord. Man, I feel a powerful touch of the Holy Ghost in this house. Amen. There is nothing like the church of the living God. Amen. I love the church. Uh, my dad was telling me last week. He said, um, "You know, when I got to church, I was a little bit stiff and and hard, and uh, I really didn't want to go. But when I got there, he said the presence of the Lord started to rain on me, and it wasn't long that I was crying and and I was pliable in the hands of the Lord. Let I me mean, know that." Uh, we, need the, we need the reign of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Going throughout the week and going through our day to day, sometimes we get hardened. The things that we face and the uh, things that we have to do throughout the week, the things that we have to deal with uh, in the world, and getting our hands dirty and, and being around the mess and everything that's going on. And this is a time that we can come together in fellowship and with, with each other and with the, the Spirit of God. And and we can experience his presence and we say, Amen. This is one of my favorite uh, passages of scripture stories, and in, in the, there are a lot of stories in the Bible, and I probably say that every time I get up to preach. I don't know. But this is one of my favorites. This is near the top of the list, uh, because um, and any time that the Holy Ghost provokes me to preach on uh, this story, I love it. You know, I, I, drum, I jump in with both feet because uh, I, I identify with this story. Amen. I, I know what it's like to, uh, to be lost. Amen. I know what it's like to be wondering and searching and, and hurting and wounded. I, I know what it's like to, uh, to, to not have the answers anymore. Amen. I, I know what it's like. And, and so uh, I, I love this story. And the story is about two sons. Uh, two sons that are living under the Father's care. Uh, that are living under the Father's protection. Living under the Father's provision. Amen. He's providing for them. They're living under His authority. Somebody say, Amen. Because in order to have His protection and His provision and His healing and His deliverance, you have to live under His authority. Amen. You have to operate under the authority of the father. Amen. And so they're living under the authority and the protection of their father. Amen. At the father's house, um, they, they're, they're, they're uh, enjoying the blessing of living under the father's care. Under the Father's protection. Amen. All of their needs are provided for. All of their, everything that they have need of comes from the Father. Somebody say amen. amen. They're, they're working with Him and for Him, under Him, and He's caring for them. Amen. How many know that's what a father does? Amen. Thank God for fathers. Somebody say Amen. A lot of times they don't get the recognition that they deserve. They don't get the the praise that they deserve. But they just do what they do. Amen. They get up and they go to work and they take the responsibility providing for their children Uh, creating a safe place of protection for their children, trying to give them everything that they need to be the best that they can be. I'm thankful that I have a godly father, uh, not only a father in heaven, but an earthly father that loved me and cared for me and loved me enough to take me to church, teach me the word of God, teach me what's right and wrong, what's lawful in the eyes of God and unlawful in the eyes of God, that I might experience a relationship with him when I got in my adulthood. Somebody amen amen Amen. a lot of when you're a child you don't really understand i didn't get one amen when you're a child you don't there's a lot that you don't understand paul said when i was a child i thought as a child spoke as a child i acted as a child but when i became a man i put away childish things it takes some. It, it takes some learning, some living, some experiencing to learn that you don't know everything. Somebody say, "Amen." This, this, the, the younger son living under the father's care, uh, living under the, the the pavilion of the father, the protection, the umbrella of the Father, the protection, I believe, of God, amen, living under the provision, everything that he needed, everything, uh, he he was in line to to, to, to take, uh, to be an heir to what the Father was over, amen, but how many know that when you're a son, a younger son, that there's some learning that needs to take place before you can be unleashed upon the Father's house? God's not going to give you what you're not ready for, somebody say amen. Some of us pray for promotion, but he said, Can I can I can I trust you with that? Amen. Have you learned enough? Have you lived enough? Do you have the wisdom and the understanding to, to really understand what you're asking for? Amen. No doubt the younger son was getting restless. Amen. He was getting restless because he seemingly was not getting what he wanted from living under the Father's care. There's a lot of things he wanted to do. There was a lot of things he wanted to experience. There was a lot of things he wanted to do his way rather than the Father's way. And while living under the Father's care, he could not exercise his own right and authority in doing things the way that he wanted to do them. And he just did not like that at all. Come on. How many know what I'm talking about? There was a time in my life i wanted to do it my way have it my way when i wanted where i wanted how i wanted and nobody was going to tell me that 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 was wrong somebody say amen am i telling the truth brother jesse man so he's finally he got to the point where he's like you know what i had enough somebody say he's had enough I'm going to go and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this my way. I'm, I'm going to do it the way that I want to do it. And so he went to the father, and he said, Father, Daddy, uh, I'm about to go on a journey. Oh, your son. Yeah, I'm I'm leaving. Um, I want you to give me what's mine, uh, what falls to me, and uh, uh, you won't have to deal with me anymore. Notice that um, the father didn't argue with him. He didn't, uh, he didn't fall down on his knees and beg him. Amen. Uh, no doubt he saw this coming in his son. Amen. man, how many know that, uh, you remember when you were growing up and, and uh, um, any type of authority in your life, there's something in you that wanted to just buck it. Am I the only one? I mean, it didn't matter what it was. When I got to be about 16, that's it for that. Well, you started early. <laughs> For us slow learners, sixteen years old, I started thinking. I know what I want. I, I know what I want to do, right? I, I don't I don't I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I'm gonna I'm going to do it my way. Amen. And any type of authority that tried to whisper into my life or tell me how to do it, I would, I would rise up against it or buck it or turn my back on it. Amen. Anybody telling me what to do. Anybody, anybody trying to exercise any type of authority. Do you know that authority is placed in our life for care? Do we understand that? But as a kid, we don't really understand that authority is put there for care. Do you know that the law enforcement is out there for our good? It's not evil to anybody except the people that break the law. Somebody say amen. Ain't that right? Anybody that uh, breaks the law, they're going to have to worry about the law coming down on them. Amen, Brother Corey? (laughs) You're going to have to wrestle with him. He'll wrestle with you if you want to. <laughs> but you're probably gonna lose. I don't know. There's a couple big guys in here. I don't want to start any fights or anything. <laughs> Amen. But but the authority is there for protection. Amen. The authority and the the law and the, the the way things are done are there for the protection of the people. Amen. How many know that's true? Amen. Anytime that there's laws set in place in my house, it's never to harm anybody, but it's always to protect people. Amen. It's always to protect them from harm or protect them from hurting themselves. A lot of times it's to protect them from themselves. Amen. There was laws in our home growing up where I'd say, kids, you don't play with knives. Because you have a brother by the name of Luke. You'll end up stuck. Right? Amen. Uh, you don't, you don't, there's certain things that you don't do. Amen. There's certain things that, 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 that you don't let happen. Amen. You don't play with guns. You don't play with loaded guns. You don't, uh, you don't, you, you don't steal. You don't take things that aren't yours. You, 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 don't take other people's property. You don't, you, you don't, you know, a lot of different things that, that we put in place to, to protect not only them, but the people around them. But how many know that there's a selfish part of us that wants to do what we want to do and have what we want to have and go where we want to go there's a there's a part of us that has to learn the hard way there's a part of me that that, that i had to confront and that had to be dealt with to understand that i didn't know everything that i didn't have all the answers and that my way wasn't always the best way amen but how many know that life has a way of getting us into position where god can deal with us life has a way of Getting our hearts ready for God to deal with us. Life has a way of breaking us down, for getting us to understand that God is bigger than me. His plan's bigger than my plan. His ways are above my ways, and His thoughts my thoughts. Amen. Amen. This guy went his own way. How many's ever went their own way? Come on, everybody, be on. Do that again. How many's ever went their own way? Still, we only got about 60%. 40 percent's going to be an auto repentant. If you've all, let's do it the other way. If you've always done everything the way God wanted you to do it, lift your hand. That's what I thought. Amen. We'll get there one way or the other. He says, here I go. He was excited. Amen. Out on his own. Amen. Out doing his own thing. It was exciting. How many remember that? Amen. Nobody tell me what to do. Go to bed when I want to go to bed. Come on. Get up when I want to go. Get up. Go to work when I want to go to work. you only got to lose about one or two jobs before you figure it out amen how many know that's not the way it works somebody's always going to be telling you what to do somebody say amen if you don't ever want anybody telling you what to do you're never going to have anything You're never going to be trusted with anything. Somebody say, Amen. See y'all. So, this guy he's out on his own he's excited he's 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 doing his own thing he's out he, he's out going his own way he he's he's got what the father gave him amen he's got his substance he's got well, all he has is what the father gave him. Amen. All he has is what's been passed down to him, his part or his portion. And understand that that when he left the father's house, he had what the father gave him, but that's all he had, right? But when he was in the father's protection and provision, there was a seemingly an unlimited supply. There was a continual flow of what the father had flowing into his life. But the moment that he separated himself, now it's just what he has. And if he don't take care of what he has sooner or later it's going to run out. Come on. If he don't take care of what's been passed down to him now he's calling the shots. Now he's the one that's got to have the wisdom. Now he's the one that has to have the understanding. He has to know when to invest and when not to invest. When to blow his money and when not to blow his money. When to hold back his substance and when to go forward. Come on somebody. But there was no wisdom or understanding in this young boy all he wanted to do is spend all he wanted to do was enjoy all he wanted to do was just have fun and just go about his merry way partying and having a blast and a riotous living what does that mean that means uncontrolled living without any restraint or without any limitation just spending money everywhere he could But you know as well as I do that if you are just spending and you're never putting anything back into that account, sooner or later, how many's ever bounced a check? How many's never bounced a check? Sooner or later, the bank account runs empty. Amen. He he was, he was spending. He was in a spending state. How many know that the state of sin is a spending state? Amen. You're just always giving something. You're always giving something up. You're, you're, you're never putting anything back in. Amen. You're, you're never adding to, but you're always just pouring out and spending. Amen. And there came a time in his life, like it would with every person, that the more you spend and you're never putting anything back in, you're never depositing anything into the count. There will come a time where it is empty. There will come a time when you run out of money, when you run out of substance, when you run out of, uh, 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 of answers, when you run out of emotions, when you, when you run out of strength. Come on. There will come a time when you run out and you don't have what you need to get by. Somebody say amen. This guy found himself in a position he never thought that he would be in. Amen. When he left the father's house, he never thought, I'm going to end up broke. I'm going to end up bankrupt. I'm going to end up with no answers. I'm going to end up in a place that I never thought I would be. No, no, no. All he th- all he saw was, was bright sunshine, and all he saw was prosperity and doing it my own way and doing what I want to do and having what I want to have and going to work when I want to go to work. But I want to tell you today uh, there's something to be said uh, about discipline. There's something to be said about a godly life. There's something to be said about living under spiritual authority. There's something to be said about operating your life under the guise of the protection of the Word of God, under the protection of the Father and the Father's house. I want to tell you today there is a, a society, a multitude of people who have left the Father, who have left their eternal calling, who have stepped outside of the pavilion and provision of the Lord, and are wandering around, searching and seeking uh, to find something to fulfill, something to just get by, something to just meet the need, uh, just for a moment, Uh, I want to tell you today, uh, if you've come here this morning, uh, and that's you, uh, that you are in the right place, uh, because your Father in heaven loves you, He's got a place for you in the kingdom, uh, and He has what you need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, at the bottom. Amen, he spent all that he had. He didn't have anything left. And he didn't have any way of making anything. Amen. How, how many know that uh, when you have money, you can make money? Which, have you ever tried to make money with no money? Nope, nope. This guy had no money, and he had no skills. You either got to have skill or you got to have money, don't you, Brother Dan? Amen. Uh, if you're a young man in this house, you need to a young person, not just a man. You need to develop a skill. If you're not going to develop a skill, you need to go to college. You need to you need to learn. You need to get an education. You need to find some place that you can excel in 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 business and in prosperity. Somebody say amen. Amen. You need to work and you need to labor. How I many know oh, in all labor there is profit? Amen. There's, and when you're working with your hands, you're learning with your mind. Come on. When you're working with your hands, you're learning. Uh, and you're learning a skill and you're learning a way that you can get by. Don't step outside and not, I don't want a boss. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I don't want to learn from anybody. I can do it my way. That's a way to end up like the prodigal son. Somebody say amen. So the guy, he's he's got nothing. He's got no answers. He's he's at the bottom. Somebody say he's at the bottom. He's he's never been lower, he's never experienced this before. Amen. He's never he's never experienced not having what he needed. But how many know sometimes not having what you need is the best teacher? because it will get you to a place of humility where you can learn from somebody that knows. Somebody say amen. So he joined himself to a citizen of that country. All right? He went into a far country. He went far away from the Father, in the Father's house. He went into a far country. He, he was... He was uh, he was not with the type of people that that he was typically with Amen. man. He 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 joined himself to a citizen of the far country. And when you join yourself to a citizen of a different country other than the one that you're from, how many know that you got to do things the way that they do them? Hey man, you gotta, you gotta learn from them. You gotta, you gotta live like them. You have to operate like them. Come on, if you wanna prosper, if you wanna get what you want and what you need in life, if you don't have the Father in heaven looking over you, then you're gonna have to learn their ways and do it their way. Come on, but how many know that he never thought that he could get any lower? He'd already lost everything that he could possibly lose, he thought. Come on, he lost all of his money and all of his purpose, uh, all of his his chance of succeeding but now he's joined himself to a citizen of that country and now he's got to do things the way that they do them. And when he started uh, joining himself to them and doing things the way that he was told it put him in a position where it pushed him lower than he ever thought he could go. Lower than losing everything. Lower than losing all of his money. Lower than losing all of his pride. Amen. Now he's given up things that he never thought that he would give up. And he's feeding the hogs. Come on. He's He's down with the hogs in the mire, and he's got the job of going down to the hog pen and feeding the hogs because the enemy knows when there's purpose on your life, he'll do everything he can to get it out of you. He'll do everything he can to stomp it out of you. He'll push you as low as he can possibly push you. Amen. The enemy of your soul would like nothing more but to stomp you in the mire of this world, to spread you around in the mire of the hogs and to laugh at you and to laugh in the face of God and say, I stole another one's purpose, but I came today to let you know you don't have to live there. You can get up. You can get up. You can get up. You can move forward. There's a better life. There's a greater purpose. Amen. You don't have to stay where you're at. I know you might feel at the bottom. I know that you might not have the answer. I know that you might not feel like you have anything to give. But God has put some things in you from your youth. God has put some things in you that he's going to pull out of you. He's not giving up on you. Don't give up on yourself. The gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. You might change your mind about God, but he don't change his mind about you. He is merciful. I am a testimony of his mercy. How many is a testimony of his mercy? Amen. And his grace. I'm a testimony of somebody that was in the hog pen. Come on. I'm a testimony of somebody who knew better but did it anyway. Come on. I'm a testimony. This guy, he knew what to do right. He knew to do it right. But he was stuck in trying to do it his own way and trying to find his own way and trying to find his own purpose. But there was something on the inside of him when he got down and he was getting ready to eat of what the hogs were eating of. He was getting ready to fill his belly with what the hogs were eating. Uh, He was getting ready to eat the things. uh, How many know you can't get any lower than a hog? You can't get any worse than a hog pen. Am I preaching to anybody? You can't get any worse uh, than that old stinky smell of the mire. Has anybody ever smelled hogs? I come down the road yesterday out in the country. Nice, fresh country air. And I got within about a half a mile I was like, "What is that?" I was like, oh. and the closer I got, the worse it stank. That's a that's a country boy talk right there, because that's what I am. And I got to where I was getting ready to pass it, and it said, swine farm. And I was like, I guess so. No sign necessary. You should put a sign up and say, if you're looking for the pigs, follow the smell." But help me know when you're a king's kid. They're apologizing. Praise the Lord just hit the off button Here Praise the Lord <laughs> How many know when you're a king's kid that you won't be comfortable in the hog pen Amen. There is, no matter how hard he tried no matter no matter what he tried to do no no matter how hard he pushed to try to get away from it or or get the thoughts out of his mind or 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 shield it from his mind or his heart no matter how hard he tried to set his heart and put up a a, a wall against going back to the father no matter how bad he tried the father's love never quit reaching the father's love never quit pulling the father's voice never quit speaking the father's voice of purpose never quit In his mind and in his spirit. And he's down in the hog pen. And right when he's getting ready to cross the line. How many know the Bible says he came to himself. Amen. He was somebody else doing somebody else's life, living somebody else's world, trying to do somebody else's thing. But when he came to himself, he realized I'm better than this. There's a place of protection. There's a place of provision. All I got to do is get up and go where he's at. Come on, church. Help me this morning. Amen. When he got up uh, and he realized, uh, I'm going back to the father because even my father's servants uh, have enough. Uh, even my father's servants uh, are taken care of. Uh, they're not even sons. Uh, they're just servants. Uh, and if I just go back and say, I don't want anything special. I, just want, I don't want any special treatment. Uh, I just want to, to live as a servant. Maybe he'll just let me back in. Huh. He got up. didn't have a change of clothes. He didn't have a hotel room to get a shower. He got up out of the, I guess this is just going to have to do. How many knows that God's not worried about what you look like when you come to him. Come on somebody. I know as a man, Luke's the same way. If I do anything, I wear it. You me know what I'm talking about. If I eat a hamburger, you know because I'll have ketchup on my shirt. if I had a cup of coffee this morning that's why I wore a dark shirt somebody say I don't wear colored shirts, I do because I spill coffee on all of them hey amen if I drank coffee in the morning it's going to be on my tie just look close enough, it's there hey amen if, if I work drywall I'm covered in it drywall mud I'll have it all over my pants on my face and my hair Am I the only one? Hey Amen. I, I wear it. If I'm painting, that is like, how do you manage to get paint all over you when you paint? It's not that hard. I don't know. I just, maybe I just like wearing it. I don't know. I, I, I wear everything that I do. Hey Amen. I, I wear it. Hey Amen. I, I, as a man, I, I wear How many know we, we wear everything that we do? Amen. Whether we realize it or not, everything that we do leaves a spot on our garment. Come on. It leaves a a stain on our garment. It leaves a a stain. When he come to the Father, he only had one garment, and that was the one he was wearing when he was in the hog pen. And so no doubt he had residue from where he had came from. He had residue upon his life of what he had come out of. Come on. But he had made up his mind. I'm going back to the Father. I'm, I'm wearing all this stuff. I don't know how to cover it up. I don't know how to hide it, but understand today that God's not concerned with you hiding your weaknesses or your problems or your failures or your sin. He's not worried about you hiding it. He's just worried about you coming back home. He's just worried about you coming back under his pavilion, under his protection, under his love. he gets to the edge of the father's road i just picture this mile long drop okay this is what i'm going to say this is this is what i'm going to do i'm just going to tell him i don't expect you to i don't expect you to receive me as a son but just as a servant but i'm coming anyways and so here he comes dragging himself. Have you ever seen a whip pup? There's a little dog that come out to greet me yesterday when I was out working. And when you when you drive a delivery truck, all the dogs want to be your friend. Keep telling those guys, I wish you quit feeding those dogs biscuits, because I'm either going to have to get biscuits or get some mace or pepper spray or something, because once they find out you don't have a biscuit, they don't like you anymore. Anyway, that's a whole different message. Gotta preach. Everybody's trying to think how it's going to preach. Jesus said, you are not here, but you're here because you ate of the flo- loaves and the fishes. Uh, where was I at? Oh, this little dog come out, he was so pitiful. And, you know, he, he drooped his ears and he could not get any lower. You know, he wanted me to see. You know, he was submissive. He he wanted me to see that. You know, he he just wanted some care, he wanted me to accept him, he wanted me to receive him. And I don't usually pet dogs. I'm not a dog person. Give me for that. But I'm just not. Okay, I'm not an animal person. Period. You know, it's just not in me. I don't know. I. I I I don't mind them, but I just don't kiss them. If you do, that's your problem, not mine. (laughs) I lost half of you on that. I don't normally, usually I'm like, get away from me. You know, because I'm just, business oriented. I'm doing my job. I'm not trying to be mean. (laughs) How am I going to get out of this? I'm in it now. How did I get here? I don't usually pet the dogs. I usually try to push past them, get the boxes delivered, and get back in the truck and go. But this dog, I couldn't take my eyes off of him because he was so... You know, he was just easy. He was, he was likable. He'd come and he'd lowered himself, and if he could have got in under the dirt, he would have. Just to get close to me. And so I knelt down and I, I began to pet him. You know, and as I began to pet him, he's like, "Oh, you like." And then he sat up. Right? And he started trying to lick me. <laughs> I was like, now I like you, but you're crossing the line. <laughs> because he was low. Hey Amen. My heart couldn't resist him. My heart couldn't resist the the thought of him being so low and what it took for him to be that low come on somebody was it abuse you know was it being kicked what well, what is it that caused him to be that low that caused him to feel that low about himself that 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 he didn't feel like he was even worthy to to even be petted or to come near to me. Amen. How many know that God will never resist a humble person? Amen. God never resists the humble. He never resists the broken. He never resists somebody that is willing to admit, listen, I did it the wrong way. I understand I did it the wrong way. I tried to do it my own way. I'm turning back to you. Amen. How many know when the father saw him afar off? That tells me that he was watching for him. He saw him afar off. He didn't even get close, amen, to the father's house. Uh, he didn't even get close. He didn't give him a call. Listen, I'm on my way. Is, is dad there? Is he going to accept me? Is he going to reject me? Is he going to turn me away? You know, he didn't. you know, it's hard enough to admit that you're wrong without having to worry about getting rejected. Amen. But understand today that God, our God is not a God of rejection. He is a God of salvation. He's a God of deliverance. He's a God of healing. He's a God of provision. He's a God of mercy. He's a God of grace. He didn't come to the earth, die on the cross just for his own good. He did that for our good. He pushed us out of the way, was nailed to the cross, not for his own sin, but for our sin that we might experience life. Man, the father saw him. Here, here he come. Can you even picture with the picture this guy? He's he's filthy. His hair's all ratty. He probably hasn't had a shower, a bath, in days. Not only that, but he's wearing the discouragement. And he's wearing the failure. And he's wearing the, the shame. Yeah, good word. I'm getting close. Just scared. Not sure what the response is going to be. Amen. Not sure if he's going to get accepted or rejected or told, you know what, you wanted it your way. You made your bed, now you need to lay in it. Come on. You made those decisions, now you're going to feel it. How many's ever heard that? Hey man, you, you, you did it your way and now you're going to have to reap, you're going to reap what you sow. Hey man, I'm so thankful that God didn't make me reap everything that I sowed. I'm thankful that the mercy of God was, was strong enough and big enough and the blood of Jesus was greater than the seeds that I had sown in my past and that those seeds were not allowed to go through come to fruition in my life but he smothered them with the blood he smothered those seeds of sin with the blood he he covered it with his blood he stomped it out with his blood he suffocated it with the blood and those things that I had sown were never allowed to come to true life and fruition in my life I'm so thankful for the blood of Jesus I'm thankful for the cross thankful for the mercy of God The things I should have had, the things that should have happened, the things that that, that should have happened in my life, the bad that should have come about in my world. He washed it all away and he sowed seeds of love and forgiveness and joy and true happiness in my life. And I'm saved. Somebody say I'm saved. I can't help it today. The father saw him. Stand with me all around the building. He saw him. Bible says the moment he saw, got caught a glimpse of him. He was, he was moved with compassion. Because the son... That left full of purpose, full of potential, full of everything that the father had poured into him. Amen. How many know that the father looked at him as the same son? He didn't change his mind. Through the process, well, I guess, you know. You're going to, since you left, you're going to have to be, you know, submit to the other son here, and you're just, you're just less. No, that's a lie. Because the same purpose that God, when God puts something in you, it's for good. Somebody say amen. There may be a, A period of time where you choose not to access that, choose not to use that, choose not even to acknowledge that. But it's in you whether you want it to be in you or not. Somebody say amen. And you're God's child whether you maybe want it or not. God looks at you the same way. And when he saw the this the sun coming up the road, he ran to him and he fell upon his neck. And he he wasn't mad. man the embrace of a father there's nothing like it knowing that regardless of where you come from where you've been what you've done that that he has not moved he's still there how many know he's still there He's still in the same place where you left him. Somebody say amen. He got up. He went his own way. Did his thing. Had his issues. Arose. Headed back toward the Father. How, how do he know where to find him? He knew where he'd be. God don't move. He don't change addresses. He don't block you. Come on. Amen. He don't keep you from visiting. He's there. He's still there. And this is the the thing that the, the, the son just couldn't wrap his mind around it. Because when you see yourself different, you expect everybody else sees you that way, too. You, you expect everybody sees you the way that you see yourself. But how many know that God don't see you the way that you see you? Hey Amen. He's like, I, I don't, I don't want to be... I, don't, I know I'm not worthy to be called your son. I, I'll just be one of the hired servants. I'll just come and work and, and, and do whatever you want me to do and follow orders. I'll start at the bottom. I'll do whatever. The, the father didn't even listen to him. He said, I want you to turn to his servants. He said, go get a robe, go get a ring, and go get shoes. we got to get this boy dressed. Because my son who was dead, He's alive. Why don't we lift our hands to the Lord right now and just thank Him for His word? God, I'm thankful for your word. I'm thankful for the moving of your spirit today. God I'm thankful, Lord, that you never give up on us. God that you never quit pulling on us, that your voice is immutable. It never stops speaking. God, I'm thankful, Lord, God, that God that your hands quit never quit reaching for us, Lord. And, God, that if we're willing to humble ourselves under your mighty hand, that you'll come and you'll meet us. You'll meet us. You'll run to us, Lord. You'll place us back in the body. You'll put us where we were always purposed to be. In the name of Jesus. My favorite part this morning, as I close, he took the robe. And in that moment, everything that he had been in his past, gone. It's gone. He put on him a new garment. He covered the sin, he covered the failure, he covered the weakness, he covered the journey. Come on, somebody. He covered the journey. Somebody say, He covered the journey. Amen. He covered it all. He put the ring of power and authority upon his finger. He put shoes upon his feet. And he prepared the fatted calf calf that had already been prepared for his celebration of his homecoming. It was already ready. He was expecting him to come home. He was expecting him to make the trip back home. I want to tell you today, God is expecting you to come home. He's got a party ready for you. And he's ready to celebrate. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. God, in the name of Jesus, if you're here this morning and you want to come and pray, now's the time. If you want to come and find a place of prayer and supplication to the Lord, if you can identify with the story and you know that if it had not been for the mercy of the Lord, I want you to run to this altar and thank him for his mercy and for his grace. If you're here today and you know that you've been living a life that has not been purposed by God's will, and you want to run and get it right to him, he will meet you here. He will wrap his arms of love around you, he will put that robe of righteousness on, he'll put a ring on your finger shoes on your feet and he'll say my son who was dead is alive again he'll wash away the failure he'll wash away all of the weakness he'll wash away the journey and he'll give you a fresh start in the name of jesus come on let's pray unto the lord right now thanks again for listening to the anchor church of cambridge podcast If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening, and we hope to see you soon.